Coming up, we celebrate our 200th episode, help Dan brainstorm for his conference, and diagnose Sean's broken nest. Then we get into the tech news of the week, including Google's new chat, Carrier Collusion, and Alexa with wheels. It's all coming up on a new Don't Panic, starting right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 200, recorded April 23rd, 2018. Do not pass go, do collect 200 episodes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, uh, the technology podcast that's been about gadgets and you since 2013. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by two guys who 200 hours later are somehow still here. Colby Ravidoux <laughs> and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, welcome. As always. Thank you. Uh, how many days is 200 hours? So I, it's funny you mentioned that because... I will get you that answer, but I, I wanted to compute because I'm like, God, we do a lot of these podcasts. I wonder like what percentage of our lives it is, you know, like, is it like some fun fact where it's like, mm. and so I did the math like quickly on my phone and it was like, wait, podcasting accounts for 3% of the time we've spent on this earth. That can't <laughs> be right. And I was, no, I missed like a whole bunch of zeros. I no, it's like, it's like one, it's like 0.01% of our lives, but I'm like 3%. That's disturbing. Yeah. I mean, you figure, what, a third of your life has been sleeping. Right. Right. So, so no, not I, that many percents left. I'm like, that, that, yeah, that just, yeah, I figure, no, that's definitely not right. But it was shocking, <laughs> at least. I mean, Colby, 300 hours is 12 and a half days. More than a week straight, we've, we've done this. Well, I include, so I lumped in game nights in that calculation okay. for all podcasting. Cool. Yeah. That's uh, and five years. We're, we're in June. It's five years. When do we get to retire? God. Uh, well, you gotta, you gotta. When does the four? When does the don't panic four hundred one k vest? I don't know. I thought you were taking care of when that. Do, when, do, when do our stock options uh, <laughs> become available? That's what I want to know. Because so far, I haven't seen much of a return. So, <laughs> other than good times and many smiles. But you have seen a little bit of a return. Oh, yes, and our Amazon referrals, which I haven't checked recently, but I also haven't gotten any deposits in my bank account, so <laughs> I'm going to assume we're not fantastically rich. And I still think, I'm still like 90% sure the like $6 that they claimed we got and I never got paid was because one of us bought something using our referral link. <laughs> you never uh, got paid for it? I don't, I don't remember ever getting paid. Like, I got a statement saying I was going to get paid, and I do not remember them ever depositing the money. So Amazon may have stole my $6. Our $6, I should say. You're each entitled to two of those dollars. <laughs> D- don't, don't hold your breath. Hmm. We, 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 I, I feel like we should just apply those referrals directly to our, like, $1 a month uh, <laughs> cloud storage bill. <laughs> That'll That's pay also for the next 200 episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, easily. Righto. Ah, oh, dear. Do you gentlemen have anything you'd like to say in honor of our 200th episode? Ah, <sighs> I'm drinking a beer that is not labeled with an alcohol percentage. So we'll <laughs> it's going to we'll get close. We'll see where the night takes me. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like 200 episodes. 
Uh, I would say it feels like five years. I don't know if it feels like 200 episodes. Because I went and I looked at the video. Maybe I'll put it up on screen for the folks <laughs> at home to see. Just just the video. We won't do the audio, but just the video of the very first episode, which we did on Google Hangouts. Which, I don't You can't even do that anymore. Um, and, no, uh... Can't? No, they... they uh, Hangouts on Air doesn't exist anymore. So Hangouts still oh, exists, but you can't right. do the... We did straight to YouTube. Which, is, which don't. I didn't even know, but apparently, and this is one of the stories, but apparently Google is pivoting, uh, pivoting. Hangouts into a, a Slack competitor, which I didn't know. Did we talk about... I don't, th- we didn't, I don't think we ever talked about it. Hmm. Uh, all I know is the other day we went to a meeting at work and we needed to dial into the, the video chat or whatever, and the whole thing was different and we couldn't find the button. How many engineers did it take to find the button? Uh, <laughs> there were three people in the room, I think. So all three of us, we all tried. <laughs> yeah, no, we. Uh, I got. I have episode one playing up here on the screen for the folks at home on the video version. Uh, we look like children. Mm, that's not good. No, no, because and the quality is much worse too. We would have said at that too. point that like high school us looked like children. So I know. God, we're so old. I mean, can you believe we spent 3% of our lives doing this? <laughs> 3%. Think about, like, like what else have you done 200 times, though? Oh, so Changed my things. underpants, I think. Yeah. That's true. Probably. Gone to sleep 200 times. That's true. And woken sleep. up almost all of them, so... <laughs> yep, I've well, right. Currently, I have, an e- I have gone to sleep as many times as I've woken up. That's a good record. Yeah, and even five hundred. It's it's no, I guess that'd be a, <laughs> any, a perfect one. <laughs> yeah, two, two five hundred. Wow, wow. Um, I wonder if I've gone to Dunkin' Donuts two hundred times. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's th- Colby. There's three hundred sixty-five days in a year. <laughs> Think about that. Oh yeah. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> good point i don't i don't know if there's a place that isn't my place of work that i've gone to in new york 200 times maybe the coffee shop near this apartment maybe but i i don't think so yeah i don't uh i feel like there's almost certainly no like business that's not like like maybe like the mall food court next to HubSpot because uh, we used yeah. to go there for lunch a, a couple of times a week uh, I bet you got that yeah and like definitely the tea like I've ridden I'm sure I've ridden the green line 200 times unfortunately now uh, le- let me give you guys I just did some quick math uh, guess uh, what percentage of time we do the show versus what percentage of time we skip weeks? So out of the five years, what percentage of those weeks mm. did we do a show? What's, what's our hit rate? I'm guessing our hit rate... Over five years. So think of how often... <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm going to say... say I'm going to say 87%. I say 
69 percent oh Ooh. nice <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even mean that <laughs> no that that is a nice answer but no 77 yeah. percent which is pretty good Colby cool. wins by prices right rules that's right it's true and by nice rules <laughs> i think that's how that works nice um is there anything going on in your guys's lives this week you'd care to care to share i i have a small tech related thing but it's not at all interesting so maybe we'll start with you guys mm. uh the weather got nice and now i have allergies oh is that really tech related colby i'm just kidding <laughs> well your nose is kind of a machine yeah of, the human of body, my, my body's a temple right uh temples are kind of like machines so uh no not really let me let me, let me look at my let me look at okay. my calendar we had a fifth employee start at work this week so that was wow. exciting so you guys oh, in, in the past few months you guys have grown by you know uh yeah there you go there, yeah a lot many almost double almost, almost double. Du- yeah one more and you're yeah one more and we and you're getting there uh, oh, I'm going to a conference on Friday. Well, oh, that's fun. Uh, so if you have any ideas for... We have a table we're sponsoring. We have oh, a, you know, a booth. Oh. But we don't have anything to put in the booth. We have stickers. Stickers that's are cool. It. Okay. Uh, last time we dressed up as... Uh, we did like a science fair theme thing. So we had a poster board explaining our product and we put lab coats on. That's good. That's <laughs> nice. So that's sort of like the the kind of humor and the sense we're going for. So if you have any ideas, any windmill or like electricity generation, uh, you know, millstone grinding, any flower puns, anything along those lines... I'm you have time to you. build a Tesla coil. Well, I Tesla was, was going to say, and you, someone could dress up as Einstein, and someone could dress up as Tesla, and someone could dress up as Edison, and you could be like, the geniuses behind windmill. Well, that's nothing to do with the windmills. But that's. But I, I guess, I guess, I, I, I see what you're saying. Or what you could do, you could dress up like the Dutch people. I was going <laughs> to say, don't the Dutch have a lot of windmills? Clogs you get, and, get some wooden shoes and. I don't know. Uh, slacks i don't know what they were there tulips yeah uh okay i'm pretty sure the the modern dutch look is uh you know a lot more brooklyn than uh yeah (laughs) no oh no go straight for the stereotype uh okay that's that's one idea Uh, why why aren't you writing these down Dan? uh do you got anything else (laughs) let's see windmill windmill Miniature golf. You should set up a miniature putt-putt hole right in front of your table. Oh, that's a really good idea. (laughs) Yes! Finally! Took 200 episodes, but I had a good idea. Okay, I'm writing that down. But you'd have to get, like, a little windmill. Do do you guys have an actual windmill? We're venture capital funded. A little windmill, no problem. Oh, yeah, that's factor that right into the burn rate. Uh, Guys, where'd all the money go? Well, most of it went to the windmill, but... We Remember did have the best. We, said we were going to make just one hole of a miniature golf course for our conference. <laughs> we're we're, well, <laughs> we're pivoting we to a putt putt course. The warehouse across the street and build a whole miniature golf course inside and invite people over. Yeah, that's our new business. We're pivoting. We're we're out of the programming game. We're going straight to miniature golf. It's the future. We're okay. the Uber for miniature golf. 
Fun fact, I've never played Miniature Golf. Yeah, we got to we got to fix that, dude. It's not fun at all. I don't like it, but you have <laughs> miniature to do it. Golf. Follow up fun. The other thing we said we were going to do, all at the coffee and beer retreat. Yes. The yes. Retreat the to team move building forward. excursion. <laughs> the retreat to move forward. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I, for one. We'll have a very small good time. Um, <laughs> excellent. Well, Dan, you'll have to update us after your conference as to how it went. I will. We're, we're dying to know. I'll be back do next week. See, now this is the kind of question I ask because this is what I do, but does your company have a Twitter account? Will you be tweeting about your booth? Oh, yeah! Are you, wanna, you kidding me? You, you tweeted you wanna, like exactly 13 times. You want to plug that shit? Uh, windmill underscore eng. All right. Will, will we see a picture of Dan Miller up on there? Twenty-three tweets. You might. You I never mean, know. Statistically, if a photo of an employee shows up, I've got a one or five chance. You. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it in the in uh, in the Slack so we can put it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Dan is Dan. Dan, Drawing you can up pick some it. business. Yeah. Absolutely. If you need a windmill, they're your guys. Big ones, small ones, they got all of them. Uh, very good. Very good. Well, that'll be fun, I'm sure. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, dear. I, uh, I've had... Uh, my nest is broken. Oh, no! Yeah. What'd you do to it? Absolutely nothing. It's just decided... Mm-hmm to mm-hmm. not do what it's supposed to. So what happens is it just randomly decides. So I can set the temperature fine. It just decides what the temperature is inside my apartment for just no reason at all. So it'll just decide that it's 60 or like right now it says it's 68, which it is not in here. I I, I know the temperature of my apartment. It is not. Uh, but because of it, then the heat either overruns or underruns or sometimes it just doesn't run at all. It's super busted, and I don't know what to do about it. What is the... Do they have, like, some sort of warranty? That seems like a deal breaker. I haven't checked. <laughs> That's, That's a deal breaker, ladies. Do they... <laughs> I was literally just thinking about that the other day. One of my favorite <laughs> Three Rock moments is when they're doing... Taping the show openings. No, wave like a person. No, like a human being. Are you spinning a basketball? Um, yeah, that's... Uh, no, I have to see if they have, like, a... Like a phone number I can call? That doesn't seem like the kind of thing they would do. I bet they do. But what's the... Is, is it functioning? Yeah, it wor- if it knew the correct temperature of the inside of my house, it would work fine. But it just, uh-huh. it just like randomly picks a temperature that it is inside. Sometimes it'll say it's too hot. Sometimes it'll say it's too cold. What do you mean, too hot or too cold? Well, like I said, right now it says it's 68 in here. I know uh-huh. for a fact it is not 68 in here. It's very cold how do you know for a fact because it's cold in here (laughs) and i i because i keep where is the nest it's downstairs but i was just i was downstairs before the show i was watching hockey Uh oh okay it's playoffs go go bruins go bruins they just lost embarrassingly (laughs) are they out now well they were up 3-1 and now it's tied 3-3 oh no yeah not a great move not a great move Brutal. When the uh, Bruins choked a 3-0, 3-0 lead, 3-1. 
okay, but you're sure that it's not the 68 degrees at the place where the uh, nest is? A hundred, 150%. 150%. Okay. That that's, that's not the case. Okay. Again, again, I'm I I can tell when it's running and not running because I spend a lot of time at home, and also I keep it very consistent. Like I don't temperature doesn't swing wildly. Let me give you a good example. I run it pretty pretty hot in the morning to get the place up to a temperature I feel comfortable getting out of bed. So I run it pretty good. Sure. I'll get out of bed. It will be very cold, but it will say it's like sixty eight or seventy, and I'm like, there's no way it's that hot in here. No way. You know, because I've had it set that same way all winter. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely not reading the indoor temperature properly. You should like get some get some independent third party thermometers, and then you can take a picture. That's, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you that is what I'm going to have to it. do. What I need to figure out is how is I'm I'm wondering if there's a if I'm running the latest version. I don't know how you do software updates on a Nest. Yeah. It'll prompt you on the thing. Will it? Saying, yeah, there's a software update available. Well. So if you look at your Nest at all frequently, you should see it. Yeah, I'll have to... Uh, I'll probably have to go and get a get a thermometer and compare it and see. And then I have to call tech support, which I don't want to do, but, you know, can't have a busted thermometer. So, Oh, they do have a phone number. Look at that. And you can tweet at them. Ooh, Ooh, I'm sure that works. Yeah, totally. Hi, Sean. It's Mark from Nest. Can you open up your DM so (laughs) I can get in contact with you? (laughs) Sure, Mark. If that even is your real name. I actually genuinely try to do social media tech support where possible just because that's my jam. And right. it, it never works. Sort of dogfooding it yourself? It's never, oh, yeah. Well, because one day, who knows? Maybe you'll be able to get roofing product questions answered via social media. My boss has me that Is once. this a preview for a, a uh, future OMG tech support option, Sean? They, someone asked me that once. They're like, Sean, you know, we should, we should... Oh, no, I have a colleague who keeps insisting, we should do an AMA. We should oh, do an AMA. Oh, my and I'm God. like, look, all due respect, it's a fine idea for a company that's not us nobody like no one will show up and it will be embarrassing and that's why you're not gonna do it you've been warned. i feel like you should do it though just the <laughs> nope. like where would you where would the ama be probably on our twitter account or something oh well that's not it has to be on twitter i really i mean on reddit we i really meant I, subreddit i don't even think i'm allowed to be on reddit at work i, th- I think <laughs> it's blocked i think oh no if not it probably should, it should be, be on twitter but not on reddit yeah i have special clearance for twitter i i don't think i've got the top secret clearance that reddit requires <laughs> that is a whole aka other level. what the it guy has yes exactly there's reddit.com <laughs> slash r slash construction Oh, I'm sure there are all kinds of great Reddits. Roofing? Is there roofing? Do you think there's There is R slash roofing, the art of keeping buildings dry? That's what roofs do. (laughs) Do you think there's an an R slash OMG roofing products? I, no. There better not be. I found out, I had a very aggressive salesman from Yelp call me and say that, ask why we don't have a Yelp page and how we should buy ads on Yelp. And I politely told him to, you know, shove it. (laughs) Leave you alone. Oh my God, he was so aggressive. But, but don't you want to make money? I was like, oh my god, dude, you're off your rocker. Here's a, here's a post from February 20th, 2019. 
Products which can heat well to TPO roofing membranes? I am trying to benchmark a competitor product, blah, 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 blah. And then this guy says, I've never heard of anything like that. Do you mind sharing the manufacturer? Here's an example. OMGRoofing.com slash roof drains and vents slash TPO drain. Yeah, we, yeah, we have... You're dr- being talked about yeah. on Reddit. Well, Dan, this is actually helpful. I'm going to write this down. Go <laughs> go to Reddit. Slash R slash roofing. Slash yeah, slash write roofing. it down. <laughs> write write a note. I mean, oh, I, yeah, put it on, get out an okay. index card. Again, we've talked about my insane notes that I just have literally goddamn everywhere. Make sure you put those in your backpack for work tomorrow. I look like a lunatic because I am a lunatic. Um, very good. Well, that doesn't really solve my nest problem, but it does get me on. Uh, it does get <laughs> me on. on when Reddit. you get that uh, sweet pay raise in 2018 uh i accept payment in uh, that's cool right little, little dinner reservation that's right sean the ama went so well we're giving you a raise <laughs> um oh dear very good uh do you guys uh want to do some tech news here sure it is what we do it is what always we do sometimes. i think we have some interesting stories this week that's not always the case but uh but this time around, there's some stuff in here to talk about. Anything in particular grabbing your grabbing your fancy? Google Chat. Google Chat. Oh, boy. Chat. It's the new Allo, which was the new Hangouts, which was the new... I think Google <laughs> Chat was before that. But this is different. No, Google Talk was before no, that. Oh. oh, yeah. Google yeah. Voice. And then before... The very first, I think, was Google Talk, which was known also as Google Chat. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it in reverse chronological order. The new chat. Yes. Hangouts chat. Android messages. Google uh, Allo and Duo for video. Yeah. So Allo and Duo. Yeah. Google Messenger. Yeah. Which, uh, Google Voice. Oh, yeah. So then Google Google Plus Hangouts. Yeah. Uh. Google Plus Hangout. Google Plus originally included Huddle and Hangouts video chat. Yeah. Before that was Google Voice. Yeah. And before that was Google Talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, they really, they really are, are not doing a great job. Let's be honest. So we went from Talk to Hangouts to Allo to Hangouts chat to chat. Yeah. And the problem is, Dan, uh, it's not going well for them. Allo has about... 50 million Android installs. WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger both have over a billion installs. For Android? Uh, I'm going to assume. It doesn't say, but I don't know why they would compare it to all phones. But maybe they do. No, I, you know that. I, yeah, you know what? That probably is all phones. Still, there's like, yeah. Yeah, 50 million. Fewer than 50 million is nothing. That's, that's, that's a joke. That's nothing. So, um,. Allo isn't working. None of this stuff is working. So Google decided to roll out a new chat, except, and here's the M. Night Shyamalan-style twist, <laughs> it's not a chat app. But what is it, Sean? What is it? It's a standard. That's right. Google has worked with top-tier Android manufacturers, carriers, and other industry leaders to create a new technology to replace SMS. It's going to be called chat, and it's based on the standard called Universal Profile for Rich Communication Services. You'll probably see written as RCS. And what it is is essentially an upgraded version of 
SMS. It uses your phone's IP. Uh, it uses its uh, data rather than the actual SMS uh, option on your phone. But it's a standard, and Google has partnered with all these other companies to roll it out, which means that... Uh, Such as? Which other companies? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Dan. It's compatible with... Um, eventually will be... We'll come back to that. Eventually compatible with all the major U.S. carriers, uh, Verizon, T uh, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint. Um, Samsung is building it into their Messenger app. Of course, Google's building it into Android Messenger, which is the primary messaging app on Android. Uh, other major hardware manufacturers include HTC, Asus, Lenovo, LG, uh, most of the Android guys, um, and carriers from all around the world. Microsoft is also on board to support the standard. And while they haven't announced specific plans, uh, the yeah. belief is that they'll... With their version of Windows Phone that is discontinued? Well, the good like, news wait. is... No, because you'll be able to use it on Windows 10, they believe, uh, oh, coming okay. soon. Uh, and there will also, by the way, be uh, desktop support from Google uh, to use this standard as well coming soon. So that's the idea. Is it's not an app. It's a standard, and anyone can build an app to support it. Now, uh, that's exciting for a lot of people because it means that uh, you know, if you want to message somebody on a different carrier using a different phone with a different app, as long as they're using the chat standard, you're in luck. That means you can talk to them, and it includes all those rich services you know and love, like read receipts, sending multimedia messages, uh, integrations like stickers and those sorts of things, and, and various other things they include in the standard. Interesting. The biggest downside is because this goes through the carriers, like SMS, it is not encrypted. Uh, and it means that uh, they they can snoop. So you've been warned. Yeah. Why? Uh, that's kind of that's kind of that seems backwards to me. Why would that be? Well, because the carriers uh, carriers didn't want it. Carriers wanted it to be uh, unencrypted. It's easier for them. Or Google wants it to be unencrypted. Get that, get that money. Well, Allo, Allo has an encryption. Uh, Allo, Allo, Allo has an encrypted option, so you uh, can an Allo currently. An option, but by default. No, it's like an incognito mm. mode you have to turn off. <laughs> yep. Um, of course, the other downside as well is it is not compatible with iMessages. Google has said they would like to have Apple on as a partner, and it's not something they are ruling out. But as of today, um, iMessage is not compatible, uh, although uh, it's believed at some point in the future the sort of uh, SMS feature within, you know, if you wanted to text somebody using an Android phone, mm -hmm. eventually iPhone will upgrade to use the chat standard for SMS messages while still keeping iMessage. But no one knows for sure. Okay. I think this is a good, like, idea. Like, the product features are a good idea. SMS is, like, pretty stupid. And uh, the the fact that it is on this sort of black box network and you can't hook it up to anything else. It has to have a cell. Like, if you want to use it, you have to have a device with a cell, like, connection on it uh, is stupid. And the, like weird incompatibilities with like group sms chat across carriers is stupid across carriers and operating systems so i think this is a good idea uh i think it's ridiculous that it's not encrypted uh and i think that might be a reason why it will fail uh because that has never mattered to actual consumers more than it does now I'm not saying it matters a lot uh, but it definitely matters more than it did. 
I also am skeptical, like, the four major U.S. carriers are on board, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, some more so what than others. Every, right, okay, yeah. Uh, carriers are not known for doing things in a timely manner. Well, no, and I, I can back that up by saying Sprint is pretty upfront about supporting it, T-Mobile, uh, but Verizon and AT&T have no timeline as to when exactly they'll roll it out, though Google says mm-hmm. they expect it to be um, later this year, at the latest mid-next year. Yeah, so end of next year. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, but what about what about India? What about uh, well, there China? Are lo- there are a lot of global carriers. And actually, the Google, in this article, they have a very nice interview with Google, uh, the Google folks, and they say they actually believe that internationally it'll be available sooner than it will be in the U.S. Okay, I believe that. But well, the places that SMS and things like WhatsApp are big are countries with, like, poor internet connections. Uh, so I, it, they really, those are the, the markets they have to really care about. If those places don't adopt it, then, like, Apple will never adopt it. And if Apple never adopts it, then it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And like, what's the what's the backwards compatibility story here? If you send a chat on T-Mobile and Verizon doesn't support it yet, and you send it to a Verizon number, what happens? It comes through as a regular SMS or exactly. MMS. So the there's no pressure from the consumers to have force carriers to support this. No one's gonna be like going into the Verizon store and asking them why don't they support the uh, rich services chat protocol. <laughs> Demand it from if, your if carrier. It, if it always works. Backwards compatible, right? So yeah. I'm, I, I hope it succeeds. I, I think it should be encrypted, and I think uh, if it didn't succeed because of lack of encryption and things like, like I wish that WhatsApp and things like that were an open standard, but if you had to choose between an open standard and encryption, that's that's a tough choice. But I think that, I don't know. I'm skeptical that if it'll succeed because it's not a feature that anyone will care about. Like, it doesn't matter to the user if your thing is uses this or is an SMS. Um, because, like, are all these different clients going to support stickers? if like only 10% of all messages are rich messages well i think i think it's an interesting question i do think people expect more than what the sms experience provides today i i do think consumers have been sort of adjusted by using these sort of more feature rich chat apps i think that that going back to sms isn't a good option um and i think because RCS is a standard, not every app has to support every feature necessarily. I, I would hope in the long term they do. And so you'll probably get a better experience going from a Google-heavy Android phone to a Google-heavy Android phone versus a Samsung phone. I'm, you know, Google Assistant built in and things like that. Um, and, and I agree, it's it's not going to be a seamless experience. I, I think it's certainly better than nothing. It's better than leaving SMS as is, which I don't think is a great option either. Um, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think the million-dollar questions are, will Apple ever support it, is one. And two, will carriers allow this to be free, 
which is a big question mark because free. Well, for a long time, they made a lot of money off of SMS, and dude, they don't anymore, though, do they? Most plans don't, but a lot of pay-as-you-go type plans they do still charge for those. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I think they'd have to be crazy, but I also thought we have unlimited data. They'll never put data caps on these phones, and they did. So <laughs> you know, and they made a lot of money. Now they're back to unlimited. So it's 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 hard to say for sure. This because the technology essentially goes through the carriers. They have the option, um, and, and that would be very disappointing. Makes it feel kind of weird. I feel like that's super disappointing. I guess on the one hand, like. They have the option to like like zero rate this stuff or something, right? So it doesn't count across count uh, against your data or whatever. But on the other hand, like they could totally do the opposite. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say I, I will disagree with you a little bit, Dan, in that I don't think encryption for an average consumer is an issue. I well. I think it w- will it become one maybe. I think today if you ask someone, "Hey, is Facebook Messenger is is Facebook Messenger encrypted?" they, they couldn't tell you. I, I don't I don't think today it's it's necessarily a deal breaker over convenience. No, certainly not over convenience, but I I think that people I think people are aware that uh, SMS is not encrypted and WhatsApp is. I don't. I I genuinely don't think my mom doesn't know that. Well, does your mom know what WhatsApp is? No, but she knows what Facebook Messenger is. Okay, I'm. But all I'm saying, WhatsApp has a lot of users, right? Yep. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of those people, not all, but maybe sixty or so percent of them, know that WhatsApp is encrypted and SMS is not encrypted. They don't. Maybe don't know if Facebook Messenger is encrypted or whatever. I, I don't think it's a deal breaker. I just think people now care. People used to not care. I think that they care more. I agree with that. I agree with that. But yeah, my big question is, can they get adoption of enough phones, enough phone numbers, and enough features? If all phone numbers that support RSC only support like uh, pictures and group chat, no one cares. It has to do. It has to do more. But if they can't convince everyone to come along and be like, "Hey, yeah, why don't you integrate reactions and integrate uh, stickers?" I think it's sunk. Because why? Why bother? The carriers don't care about this. They they just care about it because Google's strong arming them into it. Well, there is a there is a theory. I don't quite buy it, but according to this article, one thing the carriers are interested in is the potential RCS has for businesses to sell RCS services to businesses. Let's say you are JetBlue, and mm. the carriers come to you and they say, JetBlue, we're going to let you hook into RCS, so you can with data rich features connect directly to consumers over chat. Ah, you can engage with brands on RCS. That's brands. The, that's yes, dun 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 brands. Uh, yes, and in theory, then the carrier would make some sort of money off having the privilege. The GSMA estimates that will be a seventy-four billion dollar market by twenty twenty-one. Dear God, interesting. <laughs> don't don't Dear they God know you right. can do all this stuff over the internet? I don't understand. But Colby, how will you be able to say just text 9959 now? <laughs> Good point. 
We lost our AOL keywords. They need this. Well, you remember, I mean, they used to back when people like, you know, on American Idol text uh, Sanjaya to 90959 to vote. And they used to charge you 20 cents a text to do it. I mean, you know, this isn't a new concept. It's just now they're not charging you the consumer. They're charging the business to reach you. Mm. And that's where they'll make the money. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I think I don't think Google could have kept making more chat apps. I don't think that would have been helpful for anyone. The, the problem is with Android being an open system, you can't have a closed chat. I think on an on an open platform like that. So I think this is it's a good shot. Will it work? Hell if I know. But yeah, you can. Like all the other ones are closed, and they are on Android. But they're but they were also cross Android. Do you know what I mean? I mean, no. So. Facebook Messenger had a built-in audience. WhatsApp had a built-in audience. No, Whereas WhatsApp a- built up their audience. They did, but in a more cross-platform way. Okay, yeah. Than, although Allo, I guess, is a cross-platform app. I mean, it's also only been around for two years, to be fair. I mean, it's not. Yep. It's pretty fresh. And apparently Duo is actually somewhat popular, according to Google. Uh, but that's a, a video-only experience. Right. Mm. Hmm. So, chat coming to a carrier near you soon. Keep an eye out for that. Um, probably not AT and T and Verizon immediately, but it will be coming to future updates. Uh, I think the Pixel already supports it, um, and it will be. Co- it'll be at least two years before this is widely available. So, how has AT and T not lost all their customers at this point? Uh, because they. Oh, Dan, would you like to move on to our next story in the rundown? Why yes. AT&T and Verizon haven't lost all their customers? Well, I understand. Like That's Verizon's, an amazing segue. Verizon's uh, pitch is, hey, we have the best service, uh, and like you pay for that. And I get that pitch. If I spent more time in rural areas, I would, I would be a Verizon customer, no doubt. I don't understand, and like... T-Mobile has the, hey, we'll give you really good speeds for less money, but we're just not in that many places, and we'll try to give you, like, other benefits and features. And Sprint is, like, the also-ran in that race. And I do not understand what AT&T has to offer by the big, expensive care of the shitty service that isn't Verizon. Uh, but you're forgetting an important feature, Dan, and it's called vertical integration. Everyone's favorite. Everyone Ooh. I know who has AT&T is also a DirecTV subscriber and they get a hefty <laughs> discount by doing so. Oh, that explains it. Yep. Mm. My, my, own, uh, my own mother called me. Sean, can we switch to AT&T? I have DirecTV and we get a discount. And I'm like, I'd really prefer not to because <laughs> uh, I've been on Verizon forever. Uh, but Dan, mother. the U.S. Department of Justice has also opened an antitrust investigation against AT&T and Verizon along with mobile industry group GSM Association, the GSMA, who they claim may have colluded to prevent consumers from easily switching characters. No, we found the collusion. This is the collusion, Dan. We found it. Sorry, sorry. And it's between the wireless carriers. Now, uh, apparently this is around eSIM. You remember physical SIM cards? Yeah. Back in the day, mm-hmm. with the little, you put the paper clip in, and a little drawer would come out. You have your little card in it. Yeah, Very neat. those are fun. Yeah, you notice how they don't have those on phones anymore? I did not notice that, because I have had them on all of my phones. <laughs> yeah, I don't, does, does the... Does the, the new iPhones all have them. The X does as well? Yeah, my 8 I does. I think so. But anyway, 
Check. They've been working to develop eSIM technology, which essentially builds the SIM into the like the circuit board of the phone, so it's all virtual. You don't put the card in in and out anymore. Yep. Okay. Still got my little uh, your my little, little drawer. slot. Yeah. And 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 by the way, the manufacturers want to get rid of it too. Nobody likes the SIM card. All right. They want to put it in. However, AT and T and Verizon are being accused of working directly with the GSMA, who develops the standards for the eSIM. That would have allowed the carriers to keep the devices locked to their networks, even if it used the eSIM technology, mm. um, and making it difficult to change the eSIM if they want to switch carriers. An unnamed device maker and mystery wireless carrier complained to the Justice Department, which led to the investigations. Uh, both have both companies have claimed that they didn't, you know, have anything to do with that. The <laughs> eSIM first appeared in smartphones with Google's Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL, but it only works with Google's own project fee service at the moment. Um, eSIM is also supported in Apple's iPad with LTE data, but is unsupported by Verizon. Whew. So. Oh, right. So on the iPad, you can do the thing where you can decide which you can switch between carriers without having to like bring it in. That is the theory. I think you can do that, right? Like, didn't Apple have, like, an Apple SIM or something? And that must have been what it was. Yeah, they certainly, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, vaguely. I Sometimes I make things up. You're not supposed to say <laughs> that. I dreamt that that was the case, and now in my mind I've convinced myself that it is the case. It was a beautiful dream. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. And that's that's how eSIM is supposed to work. Um, and, and what the complaint here is that... Uh, ATT and Verizon want to make it very difficult for you to change that. And that's what some would consider to be an antitrust violation. Mm. Tricky. Yep. So there you go, Dan. That's why uh, that's why they make it difficult to switch. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Sadly, it does. I wonder what, what's the churn rate, I wonder, for these carriers. It must be so low. Like the the lifetime, what's the what's the sales term? Lifetime value, uh, or like the cost per acquisition? Like the cost per acquisition to the value is so like incredible. Yeah, sounds like Sean. Sean's furiously googling. Well, now L I want to know LTV to CAC. That's the one I remember. Lifetime Ooh. value to lifetime uh, cost value. to acquire cost. customer. Yes, thank you. Yes. So according, this is ooh, this is not the best statistic, but uh, they did a survey and they asked people who among them plans to switch their carrier within the next 12 months. And in uh -huh. the spring of 2017, 25% of those surveyed said they plan to switch in the next 12 months. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 25 million people. 25 million consumers. Out of how many? Uh... <laughs> this this doesn't break it down that way. Uh, but twenty five million. I mean, how many how many people have cell phones? Uh, billions. So twenty five million could not, could be not that much, depending on what their sample size was. Yeah, I don't. Uh... Anyways, they're bad at statistics. It's fine. Yeah, well, or I'm just really bad at googling. I'm guessing, anecdotally, I'm like one of, I'm like I, I know of people our age who have switched carriers once, and the, but there are people I know of who have never switched carriers who've been the same carrier for twenty years at this point. That's, I uh, think 
my my dad has been an ATT, AT&T customer since it was like singular wireless when he had like right. a, a phone in the car in the trunk of his car or something. Right. Uh, so I'm guessing it's super low. I don't think it is. I think it's higher. I mean, I don't think it's like crazy Ew. high, but I, I, do, I do know like, people you who switched switch a lot. Number. Yeah, but mm-hmm. anything people do anything to save. You know, that's why they offer these crazy switch them discounts. I I I I don't I think it's a big number. Switch them discount. You know those those famous switch them discounts. <laughs> this is why I'm in marketing. I coined right, phrases like that. I was gonna like say that. you you gotta get on the, on the horn with AT and T here. You gotta run a switch them discount. Could you imagine if I called the eight hundred? No, excuse me. You got any of them switch them discounts? <laughs> what, which switch them discounts are you running? I'm sure that would work out favorably for me. Um, let's see. We've got time for another story here, guys. Oh boy. What's 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 hot in here? We can talk about uh robot Alexa. We can talk about uh Netflix buying movie theaters, Apple's possible subscription <laughs> news service. Robot uh, Alexa. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, Robot Alexa and Netflix buying movie theaters both sound really interesting. Yeah, well, it's our show. We can go long. Uh let's start with Amazon We're, uh, reportedly working on their first home robot. Um, This story from Bloomberg says the project has been given the internal code name Vesta, named after the Roman goddess of the hearth. Uh, It's being developed by Lab 1... Hearth? Hearth. Hearth? Hearth. The hearth. Okay. You know, planet hearth. Um, (laughs) It's being developed by Lab 126, the Amazon R&D center that previously built the Kindle, Fire Phone, and Echo. Uh, There are no firm details on what it looks like or what purpose it will serve. Thanks, Bloomberg. Uh, But they do suggest it could be a sort of mobile Alexa, following users around their house to places where they can't speak directly to an Echo speaker. Now, prototype robots built by Amazon reportedly (laughs) have computer vision software and cameras for navigation, and the company is said to begin planning to seed devices in employees' home by the end of the year. Bloomberg notes that the general public might be able to test such robot prototypes as early as 2019. Now, guys, let's use our imagination. What do you think the Alexa robot will be like? Well, if that report's true, like, do you want... what? Do we think it will be like based on the evidence in front of us, or what do we hope it would be like? I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, to be honest, the, the way they described it, it sounds like a Roomba with a with a Echo strap. Yeah, it to sounds it. like a Roomba that doesn't clean your freaking doesn't apartment and yeah. just tries to sell you shit all day long. <laughs> yeah, like an annoying friend, an annoying salesperson. Yeah, yeah. like your your annoying friend who just released their CD. Could you imagine? Looks like you're heading to the bathroom. Would you be interested in some Cottonelle toilet paper? <laughs> see, okay. I see you're using inferior one ply toilet paper. But it sounds like you're having a tough time in there. Would you like to order it <laughs> This is such a black mirror thing, guys. We're really this is a slippery slope. Oh no. Oh god. No, that sounds Pretty terrible. I think the idea of a robot that just follows you around in case you need something is not a good use for a robot. Like, like, like if it were, if it also vacked or if it like could grab shit, like, or open doors or, you know, yeah. it's got to do something else. It can't just follow you around waiting for you to ask it a question. That's lame. Yeah. <sighs> Again, like we've talked about this on the show several times. It, like, oh, why aren't there robots that do things that other than vacuum my house? And I think Amazon could deliver on this. I, they've shown that they're good at 
like pretty good at building some of these things. Like Alexa's pretty good. Firephone, ah, eh, you know, whatever. Can't all be winners. Right, right. Can't all be winners. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the first Kindle was ugly and horrendous, but that but turned out to be a success. Successful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure the first version of this won't be great. Could be. I mean, I would argue the very first Echo speaker was just okay. I mean, it worked. Now, all it needs to do is be just okay. Oh, people it will just still can't buy be a lot. Terrible. Yeah. But I just don't like. What would it even look like? Would it have a face it, on it? No. Uh, no, no. Amazon's not about faces. It's probably one of those Echo. What's the ones with the screen? The Echo Show. Those like strapped to an RC right. car. Right. I bet. Yeah, this does not sound appealing to me at all. But if they could get it to do something, like, like I think Amazon has also proven to be really good at like letting developers uh, into the Alexa ecosystem. Uh, like what, Sean? I've got plenty of ideas. A dishwashing robot for people who don't have dishwashers and can't have them, but don't want to wash the dishes. Well, Washing dishes is not that hard. But then why wouldn't you just buy it? Because you can't hook one up. So, so it, would be a, it would be a robot that knows how to turn the, the water on, it has soap, and it can pick up dishes and scrub them. That is Dan Luck. Good the imagination. The shower cleaning robot. The shower cleaning robot. Oh my god, that, that would be an awesome trash out. A robot that could take... I've got so many well, ideas. But, but why what if you... it were just a trash can that was a robot? But that's a trash that can! Followed you but around. that's a trash that can! That'd be awesome! And then the robot can take itself out! Exactly. Why are you guys taking the most mundane daily tasks and because vastly overcomplicating the them? To do. They're not. They're yes, not. They are. They're not. They're so not. Like what are the what are the worst menial tasks in your life right now, Sean? Dan, I bought. By the way, I don't think I mentioned this. You know that robot vacuum cleaner I bought. The mm -hmm. one I gave that I returned it. Oh. Because I don't need it. I don't, you know me, I love the unnecessary gadget. And like, you know, the, you're going to get the Alexa garbage robot home. And the first thing the damn thing is going to do is pick up the trash and like twist and hit something and knock, knock your shit over and get trash. It's so crazy that you're like, God, oh no, take out the trash, wash the dishes. Thank God I have, you're going to have so many robots around to do like all your shit. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's bonkers so, to me. Someday, someday let me tell you about microservices, but in the meantime, <laughs> micro-robots. It's the future. Yeah, but a robot big enough to take your trash out. It's just a trash can. I like Colby's idea a lot. That's just a trash can with wheels on it. <laughs> yes. But then it could, like, one, it could take out the trash before it gets stinky, or, like, when it's getting stinky before it gets, like, out of control. It you know, like, trash nasty. trash out every day. Yeah, but wouldn't actually, to be honest, I think the more efficient thing would go back to how they used to do it in cities where they would just dump their trash out the window onto the street below. And then you have a street cleaning robot. That's true. But I mean, maybe maybe it wouldn't need to do maybe it wouldn't need trash bags. Right. It, it just like would take it and, you the know, trash. down the hall or whatever to the to the trash receptacle. Right. Um, or it knew how to clean its innards. Exactly. Like it, right. What oh Jetsons God. future are you living in? Sean, you say what menial task would you like? You could you could eliminate one thing that you have to do at least once a week. What would it be? 
my life is very easy, Dan. There is nothing in my life that I'm like, gosh, I wish I didn't have to do that. No, there's really, I mean. I can't. Colby, I can tell from looking at Colby's face, there's so many things that we wish we didn't have to do. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. That sounds. Also laundry, but that seems harder. I like doing laundry. also a task. I like doing stuff. Identify laundry. Put it in the machine. Take it out of the machine. Put it in the other machine. Bring it back. Got fold it. Like you have to hold it. You have to be able to pick things up, and you have to be able to identify what laundry is. Oh look, uh, Zach in the uh, Twitch chat says uh, a robot for filming a podcast. I can replace you two with robots. <laughs> no, we would replace you with a robot, Sean. Thank God, then I wouldn't have to do this damn show anymore. Uh, there you that go. W- That's the thing. That's your once a week thing. Replaceable. Uh, <laughs> No, I I don't. I genuinely don't know what I would uh, clean. My shower would probably be the one that I'm right. I, that I could use a robot for because that actually does. Yeah, suck. it's genuinely hard. There used to be a thing like that. Yeah, I remember I like the it, scrubbing bubbles. They had a little thing that would a little. Yeah, it hung on the shower. And I it must just not have worked because they don't make it anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I, I looked it up. You can still get it on Amazon. Oh, good. But it does not have good reviews. Mm. Mm. It's a shame. Yeah. I feel like I have like a round shower, which is weird, but I feel like it would be perfect for that device. Yeah. Because it's round. Like there's no corners for it to miss. Colby, you should just get one of those uh, lawn sprinklers. You know, That's true. That's true. I'd probably get most of it. just hook it up under the faucet or something. Yeah. Easy peasy. You've solved it. That's a great idea. It hooks up to the faucet in the. Yes. Uh, again, Especially if you have a bath, if you have like a bathtub shower thing, just hook it up to the bath part that no one ever uses. Brilliant. Again, all I can imagine is I, I know the size of the two apartments you gentlemen live in and just like eight different robots all bumping into each other, all trying to the trash <laughs> robot is bumping into the dishwashing robot and like knocks over the shower cleaning robot <laughs> and water. So there's trash and water. You get home from work and there's just like, it's a chaos because your robots have all tipped over and there's water and trash. That's and- why the internet of things, they all talk to each other and they know when to schedule their runs. And then they start plotting against you. That's right. They, re- but- they realize they don't need you anymore, Dan, because the house runs just fine without you. But for those crucial couple of years, I'm going to be living the highlight. <laughs> You're going to forget. Someday the electricity will go out and you'll be, but what do I do with all this trash? Where does right. it go? It just keeps <laughs> piling up. A, a, a robot that can break down cardboard boxes? What? Oh, my. Now, so that one, like, most, most houses don't have enough... Uh, you know, cardboard detritus debris generated to make that worth it. But businesses, it's called a compactor. They already have that. A compactor. A big. Have you ever seen like a the big compactor? They put cardboard in and it 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 crushes it. it, Is that the thing that looks like a dumpster, but it's like closed in, or is that a regular just trash compactor? Yeah, it's like it's like an industrial sized trash compactor. Cardboard specific compactor. Yeah, I've definitely seen trash compactors. We had we had one at the supermarket where I used to work where we would take the big boxes and you'd put it in there and then it would crush them into the, like these cubes of cardboard. Oh. Very dangerous. You could lose an arm. It's Did got you? a specific name. I can't it's like it's not a combine. It's something like that. Anyway. Yes, those exist. Anyways. But in your okay. home. 
No, we need the consumer right, version. I, well, you don't really need one in your home. You don't generate enough cardboard. I generate a lot of cardboard. <laughs> well, in, those, in our Amazon future. robots that you're returning. Yeah, in their boxes. That thing did not work well. Um, although, to be fair, I also haven't vacuumed my house since I've returned it. So <sighs> that, that may Maybe be... you just don't value cleanliness, Sean. Maybe this is what we're learning about you. Uh... I value cleanliness more than a bunch of clumsy robots. <laughs> mm. um, I see. So you're a perfectionist. I am. I don't trust a robot to do a human's job. Let me just say, we saw what they did at that Tesla factory. Not great. Right. Elon Musk said he's not doing robots anymore. And he's a smart dude. <laughs> I'm going to listen to what he says. <sighs> he's already given up on robots. Um, let's continue on. We briefly, uh, Dan, you want to talk about the, uh, the Netflix purchasing movie theater story? No, not really. Okay. Then I, we'll move on to picks. That's fine. I got my rant out. For All right. This. No, that was fun. No, that's a great story to end on. So we're going to continue to picks the part of the show where we each bring something, uh, to the show we want to share with the world. And we've got a very interesting mix in the picks tonight. <laughs> um, and, uh, we'll start with Colby. We'll start at the bottom. And work our way West up. World. Woo! Sound the alarm. It's back. It's back. Yeah. It's I like it liked it. Sean said allegedly that the first episode was the worst one of the first five. That's or what the something. critics said. That's what that's what people 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 with knowledge of these things say. So I thought the first episode was good. Um I'm excited. Renew your HBO subscription or whatever for, for two months. Uh yeah feels good or or don't renew and like just don't look at the internet and then like you can binge it all in one month or something i don't know i did not see any spoilers today really i mean i watched the episode last night but i'm just saying i maybe i wasn't looking hard enough but i thought the internet did a pretty good job of not spoiling anything on twitter yeah no but there also wasn't like a ton of like super spoiler stuff in this episode i don't think yeah you know but Right. There weren't any, like, twists to spoil, necessarily. No, nothing like Just earth-shattering. Setting the stage. Yep. For an exciting season. So, yeah, on HBO. By the way, HBO, uh, a lot of good stuff recently. Have you guys been watching uh, Barry? No, is that the one with... Uh, Bill Hader. Yeah. It's great. No. It's very is good. It? It's very odd, but it's very good. And it gets it better funny? as it goes on. It's... I laughed out loud a couple times, but it's... It's really, it's like that drama comedy. I would say slightly more drama, but it's a very odd mm. tone that works well. Uh, and Bill Hader's, cool. actually all the actors are really great in it. So I've been enjoying that. Nice. As well. So check out Westworld Sunday nights, 9 p.m. on HBO. Uh, Dan, you, you've also got a season two here for us. Yeah. So la almost... A year ago, I picked Legion, uh, which is the the best superhero show I've ever seen, but it's particular to my tastes. Uh, if you like Twin Peaks, if you like uh, Westworld, uh, I think you really like Legion. I linked a YouTube video, which I think is emblematic of this season, where instead of doing so, like, th these two guys are in, like, a, a psychic battle and instead of depicting it as like the harry potter like there's energy beams flying and like you see they're they're trying really hard their minds they enter into this dance battle in this room uh and it's so weird it's so crazy 
And so many parts of the show are like that, where it's all symbolic and it's beautiful to look at in the best ways that Westworld is, but very non-direct. It'll never be just like a guy shooting a gun. It'll be like an allegory of that thing. And I think season two is even better than season one. Uh, It gets really into some interesting uh stuff and like the villain if you like the villain and jessica jones like a villain that doesn't have to be super buff and like punching people in the face to be really intimidating uh then i think you'll really like legion too i still haven't finished jessica jones because the villain was too scary these two yeah well did you did you watch legion that's right i did ask i did yeah and sean did you watch it no no, I don't. I honestly don't think you would like it, but I would really like I, you to try it. I saw the the first like two hour long pilot, at, which I loved and thought was incredible, and then I just never got around to watching more of it. It just uh, fell off my radar. I like I like shows that are really nice to look at. That's what I think. That's what I'm into for Westworld, where it's like if you just make a show that's just like my eye eye candy. I need eye candy, and it <laughs> seems like Legion falls into that category. Oh, absolutely. You know, so at some point I'll I'll catch up with that. I think the problem, didn't we talk about this? That's not where is it streaming? The first season. Uh, Did we you can if you have a cable subscription, you can watch it on FX. I do is, and I can. Right. I totally have a cable subscription. <clears throat> um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, Legion, check it out. First season available in the FX app and uh season two airing now. Let me see real quick. Because uh, I think we, it's not on Hulu. Or no, maybe the first season isn't. The second the first season. season is on Hulu. Yeah, that's good. I was about to say, I think oh. we talked about this. Oh, I see. Hmm. Another option to watch Legion Live is subscribe to Hulu Live. Yeah, they have FX on Hulu Live. Oh, okay. That's a different thing than regular Hulu. Yes, that's where you pay for the live channels on top. I see. So yeah. if you have Hulu Live, you can watch Legion. Yeah. Season 2, if you have regular Hulu, you can still watch Season 1, which is still worth it. You should definitely watch Season 1 first. Yeah, oh, totally. Well, and FX is a, is, is a pretty basic cable channel these days, so I think probably, I would assume YouTube TV and PlayStation View and Sling, they probably all have it. So if you're a cord cutter, I'm sure you can get it somewhere. Or just buy it on iTunes or Amazon or whatever. You know, they, God, so many options. So many options. No yeah. excuses. Go on go on Hulu and watch uh, season one. And if it's your jam, buy it on whatever yeah. thing you want. Buy You'll get on. your money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Legion. Uh, my pick, I am so happy about this pick. This is probably... Uh, I am ready for this. This is probably my favorite pick. And I don't know why I never thought to share this. Uh, I am a longtime Pandora user easily 10 years i've been using pandora i've been using pandora for yeah over 10 years i've been using pandora but think about pandora i don't have a lot of stations i pretty much have two stations that i have spent more than a decade artfully crafted these are so crafted they have stopped suggesting new music on these channels (laughs) that's how that's how like defined these stations are and they are 90s rock radio and soft rock radio and that's it and those are by the way the two genres of music i listen to almost exclusively 90s alternative rock and soft rock from the 70s and 80s and so i am 
for the first time ever publicly releasing. Oh. It you can click, go to our website, don'tpanic.io, and click on the link for Sean Soft Rock Radio Station and add it to your Pandora to get a flavor of what I listen to when I listen to Pandora. And this is this is again, I should be charging for the privilege of you getting this station. It's so perfect. But I'm giving it to you for free. Enjoy. I'm I'm unleashing it on the world. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this. I'm listening to it right now. It's it's and I know people are gonna I know not everything on there is soft rock. It's it's a bit more eclectic than that. But it is I guarantee you every song on there I know intimately because I've listened to the station <laughs> on loop. It's probably only about maybe 70 songs. It's not a huge playlist, <laughs> but it's great. So you can you can check that out. The link will be on our website, my soft rock radio station. Maybe at some point, maybe for our 300th episode, I'll unveil the 90s rock station. This is so exciting. We need to give this top billing in the episode description. I, I think I think the people are really this is what they're tuning in for. My taste in music. Mm. Pandora is so different from the last time I used it. Yeah. The well, last time I used it, it was like 800 pixels across. It was like the little flash player thing or whatever. I kind of right? miss that because it's gotten a little a little complicated. I used to uh, mm. I, when it was just like the thumbs up, thumbs down, and that was it. And that was all you had to do. <laughs> Pretty simple. But anyway, Delightful. you can check that out. Uh, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Put it in the books. All done. 200 down. How many more are we going to go? Done. A million. A million. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bar high, you know? Sadly, unless uh, Peter Thiel gets his way, I don't think it's possible to do a million episodes. Mm. No, don't give uh, up well, on yeah, your we'll dreams. We'll have to get a blood boy. Yeah, I was going to say, if we work harder, we can all get our own blood boys. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of a big deal on the internet. Um, I do want to take this opportunity to thank uh, a bunch of people, including uh, the folks who have been joining us live Monday nights for, as, at least recently, I'm sure a lot of people have done in the past, but folks like uh, Zach and Percy and Nancy Miller and um, who else is in our regular cavalcade of Monday stars? <laughs> That's, that might just be it. John occasionally joins. Uh, who else? Commenter. Emily watches pretty regularly, but she doesn't comment that often. If you don't comment, you don't get a shout out. I'm just putting that out fair, there. You, you gotta you gotta interact with us to to be to be interact part of the with show. Our brand. That's that's right. Hashtag brand. <laughs> that's Hashtag how brands work. Yeah, man. They demand yeah, interaction. They, they demand tribute. With. Oh, look, Emily just commented. Thank you, Emily. We appreciate him. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, and all the folks who join us live because that's that's a good, fun part of the show. We do keep an eye on the chat, so thank you for, for being part of the team. Um, and certainly thanks to everyone out there who's listened to anywhere between one and 200 episodes of this show. We greatly appreciate you joining us. Um, if anyone's listened to all 200, please send us an email and I'll send you a t-shirt. But I don't even... I haven't even listened to... No, actually, I think I have listened to all, one, all 200 episodes. Um, that's impressive. But that's about it. Well, I've been on 199 of them. We did, we did that one. You, you yeah. did that one, which, by the way, I will stand up. Probably the best one we've ever done. <laughs> just because it was not that it's like I make the show worse, but just because it was so different when I'm not there. It was it was a treat. It was a treat. We got to do that again sometime. Do it without you more often. I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> I would not be opposed to that. It's certainly a different flavor. Um, But. Uh, I think yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this radio station from now on when when we do the show. I like just, having just a during the show. Track. It's very yeah. chill. Music. It's very yeah. chill. 
This is, but this is why I can't move to like Spotify or something because I've spent so much time crafting. Right, this you can't, music you can't setup. Get this radio radio station now. Can you out. see all the songs on it? Nope. Nope. But you know all of them. Oh, absolutely. And like, like I said, we should do one of those like Quizlet things. Oh. That and put all the songs on it as we listen through, and then give it to you and see if you can name all of them. Oh, I high high likelihood I could. I could probably sing along to all of them. Because again, this is <laughs> this is pretty much all the music I listen to are these two stations. So. I have I do not have expanded boundaries at all in music. So, um, and uh, yeah, of course, our website don'tpanic.io. I won't go through the whole spiel because uh, I think all of you out there know it. But go to the website for the shows and the picks and information on where to subscribe, anywhere you get your podcasts, also the video version on YouTube. And of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show and Don't Panic Show at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, we will be back next week for episode two hundred and one. Uh, and also, hey, you know what? Thank you guys. You know what? Thank you, Sean. No, thank you, guys. We couldn't do it without you. Well, that's true, but you know, also thank you, guys. Well, you're welcome. We we wouldn't we couldn't replace you, despite my efforts. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. Wait, uh, uh, when does the movie draft episode come out of uh, Up for Debate? That'll be coming out. So this episode will be out Tuesday. That'll be out Wednesday or Thursday. So it'll be oh, a little nice. bit after. Okay. Dan, I was looking at... We won't get into it too much on this. Maybe next week we can talk about it after it's been published. But uh-huh. I, I was looking at it. I think you two are are in the, are, are, are looking at first place. One of you two, <laughs> I think... No no joke. I think you two had the best draft out of the five. So I'm going for the two-peat. I, 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 there is a decent shot because I think you two did the best job. And I'm not just saying that. Oh, man. So that, that's, my, that's my prediction. You know, honestly... Phil wasn't here, uh, and I feel like Phil is actually the best player of this game. <laughs> I don't know. He came so close the last draft. I know, but with like a like visibly inferior selection. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I don't think it's clear cut. I certainly don't. But uh, but it's <laughs> when do when does the draft start drafting? Uh, when the, uh, the first movie is Avengers, it comes out this weekend. So awesome. Um, that's why we had to do it. <laughs> yes, we were, oh, we were up I against see. the clock. So, um, <laughs> so that'll start start pumping in money. And then I I I wrote down the it officially ends October fifteenth. So we've got a long summer uh, mm. to get through. So and that episode will be up later this week at upfordebate.tv. Additional plugs, and you can listen to us play D and D at gamenights.tv as well. Um. Because, you know, we haven't done enough of this show. We got those, too. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, as always. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I am Sean. Uh, and we will see you next time for episode 201. More tech news and fun times here on Don't Panic. <laughs>